Hello and welcome to The Rabbit Hole, the definitive developers podcast, living large in New York. I'm your host, Michael Nunez. And today we'll be talking about the XP value, courage, and mastering the art of brave programming. In the last couple of episodes, we spoke about other XP values. We spoke about communication, simplicity, and feedback. And with those three, the last value in the Extreme Programming Explain version one is courage, where you have to take those first three and move forward with courage. So I'll talk more about what does it mean to be courageous in programming, right? It's not like we're slaying dragons or, you know, in armor or anything like that. We're pushing keys all the time. But there are some things that we can keep an eye out and be able to call out. And a lot of the times that can be the bravest thing to do is to call out certain things. So if I were to go on the internet right now and I were to define courage, I would say, according to Google, it's the ability to do something that frightens one or strength in the face of pain or grief. Let's click more just to get a sense of the meaning. Courage is the quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficult, danger, pain without fear. And this can surface in many different ways in a tech team in which I will try to use some of the anecdotes that are provided in the XP Explain book written by Kent Beck. I'll read this block of text just to talk about what was courageous about it and then kind of dive more into that. Here's a story of courage in action. In the middle of iteration eight of a 10 iteration engineering schedule of the first release of the first large XP project, the team discovered a fundamental flaw in the architecture. The functional test scores have been rising nicely, but then had flattened out far below where they needed to be. Fixing one defect caused another. The problem was an architectural flaw. And I guess they dive into the idea that in looking at the current architecture, they realize, hey, we have to do a lot of rewriting. All that work that we've done from week zero to week eight needs to change because we know what we know right now. And it appears that the architecture is not extensible for us to be able to add new features without a lot of pain. And what the team did was they kind of tried to change the implementation, which tore up all the tests that were written for the previous implementation. And then, you know, went back to the drawing board to write things out in TDD. I'm going to be honest and say that there are times where I'm not as courageous as mentioned in the book, because one of the more courageous things that you can do is throw away code, right? If you're working on a piece of code and it's, you know, almost the end of the day and your tests aren't passing, you've done a lot of research and you spike something out, you know, Ken Beck says, you know, you should just like command A and backspace, you know, control A, backspace, delete the, all that code, and then try again tomorrow with a fresh brain. I've tried to do that many a times. I think what I've done in the past is try to save that piece of work in a scratch file or, you know, a text file that it's really hard to get to so that I don't put all of my research energy into waste because then I could just reference that, but I try really hard not to to see if I further understand, you know, the implementation or the spike that I did. But it takes a lot of courage, right? You have to be comfortable with communicating with your, you know, product manager, with your product manager, with your team to talk about these implementation changes. I know that a lot of the times a developer will, you know, use tech debt as like a thing 
to justify stuff that needs to change. And I'm okay with that. I think we do have an episode of like, you know, stop using the word tech debt, like that sends product managers and project managers in a frenzy. But this particular call out in the reading definitely is not a tech debt. It's rework that needs to get done. And you have to like, you know, rip it apart to then put it together even better so that you can extend that in the future. You know, and it's difficult to look at something that you worked on for the past eight iterations, right? Let's say, you know, if they're two-week sprints, that's 16 weeks of something that you were building to go and say, man, I, you know, we built this incorrectly and we have to go back and do it, right? There is the idea of sunk cost fallacy, right? We spent 16 weeks working on this. Like, why do we need to throw it out? We should just extend it to the best of our ability, even if it's difficult to deal with versus, hey, we promised that we were going to deliver this iteration and we need to do this change. We're going to do it. You know, it takes a lot of risk in admitting your mistake, a lot of risk taking and believing that the change that needs to be implemented will affect the code positively and the architecture so that teams beyond you and future you will thank you for those architectural changes that were necessary. It requires feedback and seeing that, hey, I'm getting a lot of failing tests. This is getting really difficult for us to extend. We need to do something about it. And again, going back to the simplicity value, the ability to look at something, okay, we built this thing. It's gotten quite large, hard to extend. What is the simplest thing we can do? Always make sure you fall back to that. You don't want to build and re-architect something and then make it even more complicated. Because what if it doesn't work in the end? Then you spend a lot more time trying to change it to then have to go back and change it again. In order to do this, one might need to feel psychologically safe to call these things out, right? If you're on a team that's just crunching all the time and you know everyone's pressured to get this deliverable done, you may not feel safe to mention that this needs to change for the better, but requires a lot of time and energy to rebuild. And if you don't feel psychologically safe to do that, then you're probably not going to speak up. So that's definitely very, very important in the realm of courage as a value. I've been in teams before where, you know, I've worked on a particular feature, a particular application and realized like, oh, this is actually going to be a little bit more difficult than we anticipated. But sometimes you are put in a position, I think the term is not by your hands, but on your lap and you just got to, you know, get up and run, literally have to do a sprint, it may feel like, just to ensure that the things that you say you can do, and then you will achieve the goals of the sprint or the iteration and whatnot. And it's hard because, you know, you may think that, you know, it is difficult to go back and make those changes and that's going to affect a lot of things. I think one of the things that I understand is like morale can play a huge role in your team having that courage to step up and take that risk. So that's always on my mind when it comes to rallying up the team together to want to make this change as well and to ensure that we don't compromise co-quality just to get these stories out the way. But again, it's difficult. I understand that not everyone may feel like they have the ability to step up or take courage to call things out. But I think it starts with you feeling comfortable in your team to be able to then have these call outs. I always find it interesting when, 
you know, in, in teams that I've been on, if you know, I recently gotten feedback from someone about a particular design or architecture, and people have been like pleasantly surprised that I take it positively. And I think that for me, I need to make sure that they feel comfortable enough to tell me those things so that I can then apply it and make those changes if necessary. So there's a lot of like onus on oneself to make sure, hey, I can admit mistakes and I'm willing to take the criticism or feedback to be able to do better next time. So it's, you know, courage in both directions and you being able to share that there is a particular issue or something that requires change and you yourself, whenever that, you know, gets brought up to you in some way, shape or form that you have the ability to analyze it and then try to figure out best ways to address those changes. So that's courage. And that is the four XP values. I think that with these four, I'd love to be able to explore these values more, maybe come up with stories specifically in these values. Look forward to hearing what are some ways that courage affects you and your team in the product that you're building, wherever it is that you're building. Follow us now on Twitter at Radio Free Rabbit so we can keep the conversation going. Like what you hear? Give us a five-star review and help developers just like you find their way into the rabbit hole. And never miss an episode. Subscribe now however you listen to your favorite podcast. On behalf of our producer extraordinaire, William Jeffries, and my amazing co-host, Dave Anderson, and me, your host, Michael Nunez, thanks for listening to The Rabbit Hole.